You're listening to the Strategy in Small Doses podcast, the show that gives you short, story-based strategy sessions to which you can easily relate and take immediate action. Each episode is aimed to help you reduce the overwhelm, create massive clarity, instill you with the confidence you need to grow your business, and create a clear plan to get you there. So let's dive in with business strategist, mastermind facilitator, productivity expert, and your biz bestie host, Michelle Denio. Hey there, I wanted to take a minute before you dive into today's episode and share with you that the doors are open to your five-step route to fully booked. The five-step route is a framework that I have developed and tested and tested and tested some more. uh, And it is now a proven framework based on all of this testing. And I am so excited to share it with you, okay? And the doors are open. It's a five-day mini course that's going to teach you each step of the framework. It includes live training videos. It's not a, you know, it's not just to buy the course and figure it out. No, these are live training videos with replay. So if you're not available, there will be a replay. You'll have lifetime access as well as handouts. And it's only $49 for the entire five days. And I want to take a minute and invite each and every one of you to do that, to join us. So before you dive into today's episode, visit route to fullybooked.com and check it out. And I'll see you there. Hey everybody, welcome back to Strategy in Small Doses. I am so, so, so excited to be here today with another amazing, amazing guest expert, Miss Tiffany Florentine. And I am gonna, of course, always pass the mic over to her because she has an incredible story to share and all kinds of amazingness, but I want to just take a quick minute first, and I'm going to give you um, her bio and who she is. And again, I really want to point out here the fact in the matter of how powerful connection on social media is. If you've been listening to this podcast for a long time, or even a short amount of time, if you go back through all of these guest expert episodes, all of them I have met through social media connections. I have not known any of them prior to some level of engagement or interaction on social media. So, you know, never discredit the power of social media and how amazing it can be to connect you with other amazing people. So anyway, just a little tidbit on that, because I know so many of you fear connection in social media, but it's just so powerful. And I hope that by now you're starting to warm up to it. So um, Tiffany is a proud veteran, a recovered management consultant, American Gladiators finalist, which I can't wait to hear about this, and a health and wellness entrepreneur focused on helping badass women entrepreneurs strengthen their minds and bodies in 20 minutes per day. Tiffany, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Tell us more about you. First of all, thanks for having me. I am a huge fan of the podcast. I've been doing it and just a huge fan of your work, Michelle. I appreciate you and uh, really authentically helping people lean into their power and building the business that they want to build in their way. So thank you for being you. Thank you for being such a a confident, strong. And uh, yeah, I'll add to that a little bit more about me. I've been an entrepreneur in the health and wellness space roughly 10 years now. And like you said, I, I, I focus on helping badass women entrepreneurs strengthen their minds and bodies in just 20 minutes per day. If you want, I can give you a little bit of background about how I got to this point. Does that sound good? Yes, yes, The yes. path. 
Yeah, yeah, totally. So uh, throughout the course of my life, I've just been obsessed with creating an impact in every single situation, personally and professionally, I just keep carving my path to this specific moment. In this moment, everything has led to exactly what I'm doing now, which I cannot imagine being closer to my soul's work. Like I'm literally integrating fitness in a more meaningful way with mindfulness, like truly redefining fitness and then demystifying mindfulness and making it simple, right? Intersecting, really intertwining those two things in a really potent way. Throughout the course of my life, um, being in the military, of course, and then management consulting, all of these things have, have really given me the foundation to do this, uh, specifically in management consulting. I worked a lot in the human capital space, healthcare space, as well as behavioral economics. And uh, the, the turning point for me, uh, American Gladiators was definitely one of those things where I realized people were looking at me for health advice, fitness advice. And that's when I started to become enamored with the idea of how potent movement is to shift your mental and emotional state set the physical part of it aside. So I became enamored with this, just kept moving through these different consulting firms. After I kept skipping from one to another, this should have clued me in that I should have been an entrepreneur. But anywho, uh, I got to Gallup Consulting and I was obsessed with this idea. They would actually, we would study brands, services, as well as workplaces and quantify love. So you could literally look at a product or service, find the people that love it objectively, sit down with those people and identify the threads of love. So I actually went out and I did that in the fitness space. I studied the hell out of it and I said, damn it, I'm gonna create the most potent, meaning the most efficient and engaging, efficient and engaging and also potent from a fitness perspective that would like move the needle on body fat percentage, all the different things and mental and emotionally. I set out to create that thing and that's where I am today. So I've worked with um, thousands of people over the last 10 years and I'm now on my third business, which is working specifically with women entrepreneurs. But I've been really fortunate to have a brick and mortar facility on the west side of Chicago that's running itself, but that's where I've really gotten to dig in and build this integrative, integrative mind and body approach. So that's the story. I love it. Amazing. Like what an incredible journey for you to go through. It, it's, it's always interesting to me to hear people's entrepreneurial stories. Like how did they get there? You know, people always, did you always know you were going to be an entrepreneur? And it's, you know, I love the people that say yes. And I'm, because I think that's amazing that they knew that from day one mm -hmm. versus those of us that kind of just worked through that in all of these different roles and how much our life has played such a, an, a huge role into that versus just saying, nope, this is what I was going to do, you know? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I feel that. like entrepreneurs, most of the time you have to do it because like you have this calling to do it or that thing hasn't been created yet. So right. totally. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Awesome. Let's dive right into a little bit um, more of the detail of what you do and what would be your number one tip for women entrepreneurs or even the men listening we're not forgetting about you mm -hmm. but um what would be your number one tip for for growth personal professional business and just in your industry what do you see yeah i believe this with every part of my soul to unlock the next level of success impact and fulfillment 
to literally build in just a few minutes of movement in a deliberate way every single day to shift your mental and emotional state. So just a few minutes per day. I'm not talking about working out. Set that idea aside. That is such a loaded concept. We can go there if you want. I'm talking about deliberate mindful movement. When I say mindful, I mean immersive with the intention of connecting your mind and your body. Another way to say that is intentionally getting out of your head and into the damn moment by moving in a really um, deliberate slash intense dancing your edge kind of way. So doing awesome. that for a few minutes every damn day. Yeah. When you say ditch the old, like not working out, what do you mean by that? When you say like, get rid of your old thoughts on working out and what that looks like and, you know, really using movement, like what would be an example of truly using and getting out and moving in an intentional way? What, what would be an example of that? Yeah, totally. So we have the intentional way of moving. I'll put a pin in that for a minute. I think understanding okay. where we're coming at with working out, right? With the working out, when people say that, we immediately go, right? We think of burning cows or dropping fluffs, right? And there's this negative connotation. I'm going to use working out to fix how I messed up with my nutrition. It's this thing we turn to when we're feeling bad about ourselves, uncomfortable on our skin. We're like, ah, I need to work out. And if you don't think you're there in this moment, we still have that negative connotation that like uh, subconscious thing playing that then defines working out for us. So our, we have that fixed mentality lingering either consciously or subconsciously, which right. drives our definition of working out, which is whenever I talk to, specifically I study badass women entrepreneurs, but I've seen this with people across all walks of life. We think working out must be 45 minutes, 60 minutes, or sometimes 90 minutes to get that checkbox emotionally. So right, that right. is just obnoxiously long and unnecessary. So like taking working out, we just got to get rid of, get rid of that whole phrase, right? It just doesn't work. So when I talk about movement, truth be told too, like working out is not going to help. Working out is not the unlock to get the body of your dreams. Changing your nutrition is working out is the thing or movement empowers you to tune in to what the hell you're doing with nutrition, like stop the mindless eating to make more deliberate decisions. So we can use it to be more deliberate, but it's not the thing that's going to fix a poor diet, right? So right. when I think about okay. movement, it's specifically to get in the mental and emotional state that we desire. And so what I found to be most effective to do that, what I've studied that drives not just efficacy, but also love and engagement makes people smile. Um, my, my methodology is using full body movement, which could be squats, presses, these movements that are full body, but also functional movements that we would do in everyday life. So full body functional movement combined with um, basically done in a way to dance to your edge. And that just has to be five, 10, 15 minutes per day. So that's really the methodology. I can dig into that more if you want, but um, honestly, the way it plays out for me as entrepreneurs, we or solopreneurs or freelancers or humans, we all have that noise in our head, right? Mm -hmm. We wake up and before we flop our feet on the ground, we're going, oh shoot, my to-do list is so long. It's like longer than a CVS receipt. I'm never gonna get all, it all done. Oh, I just, we're dreading something. We're worried about getting it all done. And then we have all the other like noise in our head. I call them squirrels, like zipping around. Mm -hmm. Am I good enough? Is this gonna make it, right? She's, 
Am I making the right business decision? We have all these things happening. Our natural set point is being in that resistance. So we need to move our bodies. It's the most powerful way to get rid of all of those squirrely thoughts zipping around. So that's what I'm talking about. You can do this type of movement in different ways. I would say just stay away from the movement where you're on the treadmill and you literally have to do seven other things to distract yourself because it sucks so bad. So it could be, it could be power walking. It could be dancing down the street. It can be all sorts of different things, but immersion is the key where your mind and body are doing the same damn thing. Where you're not like off. Yeah. It's so funny. Cause I do find, I, I do tend to get on the treadmill when I go to the gym, just, mm -hmm. but I, when I'm on the treadmill, I'm also thinking about, oh shoot, I didn't answer that email or I got to go home and get dinner going, or what am I doing? Like what's going on tomorrow? And, oh, wait, I never answered this per you know? So it's like, I'm going through the motions, but I'm not really probably gaining a lot of benefit from it because I'm, I'm just, I'm literally just there walking. Absolutely. And so at the end of the day in this life where we find joy, where we find fulfillment, where we find our best performance, our focus, our creativity, all the magic is in the moment. So what I'm talking about is using high intensity fitness as a gateway to mindfulness, to be in the damn moment, to unlock all of the good things. Yeah. So it's a completely different intention and it has nothing yeah. to do with working out. It's about joy and fulfillment. Right. Yeah. Completely shifting the mindset and being, yeah, present even, right? Wouldn't you say it's more, I just find it's so present. many, so yeah, that we're just always not really in the moment, right? Can I we're speak really to that not, a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. Because this that, is the whole premise of my damn business. Our, right. This is what people don't know, right? Like the work I'm talking about should be more important than brushing our damn teeth. Like mm -hmm. legit, I believe that with every part of me. So our, there are two things that we have going against us that set us up to have like these squirrel thoughts zipping around. When I say squirrels, I mean just all those like worry, fear, anxious mm -hmm. things. Two major reasons that is. The first one is that this is actually a stat from 2010 from a Harvard study. I'm scared to know what it is now. It's got to be way worse. 40, on average, 47% of our mind, 47% of the time, our mind is wandering to the past or to the future. In the past, it's directly linked to sadness, depression, all those fear-based thoughts, to the future, anxiety, fear, all those things. Right. So half of the time, at least we are not in the current moment. Our brain, like the amygdala, the emotional regulator in the brain is a total neg bomb. It's finding what's wrong. So that's our set point. And that's from 2010. And then you throw on the hustle and bustle culture that says, damn it, to be any good around here, you have to multitask. You have to do 72 things at one time. However, we have one spotlight of awareness. Right? So we have one, our brain is literally only hardwired to focus on one thing at one time. So when we switch, when we actually think we're multitasking, we are task switching from thing to thing, and it takes our brain time to catch up. This results in losing up to 40% of our productivity. So we have the hustle and bustle do more faster. So we have that urge to do all the things. We have all the noise and distractions that's that are helping us do that, right? All the notifications, emails, all that jam. And then we have the squirrels that are naturally there pulling us into the past or future. So what I'm saying is, if we don't deliberately get up and train our minds, we are getting tugged into squirrel emporium and it feels terrible every day. We're literally leaving half of our talent, our capacity, our energy. We're just like dumping it to squirrel emporium. It, right. it just, 
it blows my mind and I get it. I get why more people aren't talking about this because training to be in the current moment is, it's a, it's a concept that's hard to put your finger on, right? It is. And especially with like, I mean, we're on information overload all the time. I mean, Mm -hmm. we literally at any given moment have 65 different things coming at us and our phones and the radio, anything like just in general, the, the garbage truck driving by and just, I mean, Mm -hmm. no matter what we are on information overload and we're constantly trying to process this information. And so even, and I think about that, even the old definition, like I said, of working out, like I'm there, but I'm not there. I'm there going through the motions. That's the extent of what working out has been for me in a lot of ways for years, you know, and I think for in general, just no matter what, and that, whether that's working out, whether that's what you're, you know, while you're at work, whether it's while you're in the kitchen cooking dinner, like, are you there? Are you just going through Mm -hmm. the motions? Mm -hmm. You got it. And what I'm describing with movement is like the jolt Mm -hmm. to figure out what mind and body connection actually feels like. So you're getting a little bit of a taste of that every day. Meditation can also do that. Other types of things that are immersive could be journaling. If you're like feeling and you're all there, there are all sorts of different tools to drop into mindfulness. I just know that movement is the most powerful one if you do it intentionally because there's nothing like moving weight over your head while you're dancing your edge and your heart rate's like 160, 170, right? Like that's gonna keep you in the damn moment more than breathing is or just writing, right? So there are all different sorts of tools to do this. I have just found that using fitness in this way for all fitness levels has just been a really safe, uh, engaging, and just like a really friendly way to empower people to connect with their body and know what that feels like often for the first time in their life. So I do this and then I, I, I just bookend it. I put meditation on the back end of it because it's the clearest you'll ever be in the day. You move for five, 10, 15 minutes, and then you drop into a meditation. We're just breathing. So all of a sudden, you know what it feels like to be connected. And then when the squirrels start zipping by and you feel your physiology shift, you can either stay in that muck or you can pause and come back to the moment and realize it's happening. We're just so detached from our bodies that we don't realize we're caught in our heads so much and how detrimental that is. So you're just, it's just a skill. It's literally just a skill and it can be so simple. So that's really what I'm on a mission to do is simplify this idea of mindfulness through movement. I love it. I love it. And I think it's something, especially in the female entrepreneur space, you know, because we are wearing so many hats Mm -hmm. all the time and we're doing so many things. And like you said, the hustle culture, I love that you really are just really working to empower the women in this space that want to just make an impact, like you said, right? That's why we're all here. We're all here to make an impact, but you can't do that when you're not in your best state either. Like if you're not living in that present moment, if you're not really connected to your mind and body and different things. So the, um, and actually like probably the most intriguing thing is the fact that it doesn't have to be an all day experience, right? You're talking five, 10, 15 minutes. Like if you have an excuse and I do that even with this podcast, like, don't tell me you don't have time to listen to my podcast. 90% of them are seven minutes long. Uh If you can't come up with seven minutes, then you have a much larger issue. And that's, you know what I mean? Like there's something far bigger there, but 
so it's too easy to make an excuse when it's like, well, I don't really have 45 minutes and then I got to drive there and I got to go do this or, you know, but you're literally taking away whether we want to call them excuses or not. Everybody can find five, mm-hmm. 10, 15, even 20 minutes in their day and use it to really empower themselves to be better, show up better, be more pre- It's just, I mean, it's really amazing. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. And it's, it's really exciting for me. I recently niched down even more over the last few months. I worked with a lot of women entrepreneurs, but niching down even more and going after this specifically, it sets my soul on fire. I, I really believe that women, like we have women business owners, specifically creators, entrepreneurs, freelancers, all the things, people creating things that are women. I believe that we have the power to really shift this country, shift the society. Like we are the people leading with love and more empathy. And we need to be the ones making all the money and employing more people and driving societal change. I'm really, really passionate about empowering women to find their power even more, their strength internally and externally, right? Like finding that confidence in their skin again, like every woman deserves to feel that. And nobody has the time to go out and build a system like I did over the last 10 years. Like I get to just hand that to people. So that's really, really exciting. It's, it's amazing. And obviously for those of you listening, like if nothing else that you're gaining from this episode, which there's been a million takeaways here, but from my perspective, I want you guys, if nothing else to really listen and hear the passion in Tiffany's voice hear the just pure soul, it, it, she's so passionate about what she does and that in itself should be empowering you and inspiring you. If nothing else, if you literally, if you have tuned out what you should not have been, but if you have like, go back and just hear the passion in her voice, because that passion is what is going to drive and set this world on fire. And we need more of that. So find what it is that is going to allow you to speak in that same way with the same passion in your voice that Tiffany is showing up with right now, because it is unparalleled and it's incredible. And I just, I can't even, it's, it's really amazing. It's inspiring to just hear you. And I'm going to drop a little, um, bomb here. But for those of you, Tiffany recently also launched her own podcast and she sent me the trailer a couple before it launched. And she said, what, what was it that really like, what did you like about it? Like what? And I told her, cause I was like, Oh my God, this is amazing. But it's the same thing. It's that passion in your voice. It's the passion that you are just living this world, this life that you are so called to do and every part of it, like you cannot deny it. You cannot Mm. help, but feel inspired by it. And so I absolutely love that. The name of her podcast is mindset to movement, and it can be found on all the major platforms. And I really, by, by the time this episode airs, you will have had multiple episodes in the books for people to go look at or, and listen to. So, but tell us also, how can people get in touch with you? How can people get to work with you in this program and whatever else you have to offer? I know you've got quite a few different things that people can do to work with you, different courses and all these different things. How, mm-hmm. Obviously we'll link them all in the show notes, but what, what is 
your your main one right now how can people work with you yeah absolutely first of all thank you so much for just all those compliments good vibes i appreciate that touch my heart uh when it comes to working with me, I, or getting in touch with me, working with me, all the things, number one, check out the podcast. Just see if that is vibing with you and if you're digging that and, and where this path is headed. If you want to start walking on this path with more mindfulness and movement, pop on over to the website, check that out. I am actually going to be launching a new program in mid-September. It's going to be, I'm basically piecing together the nuts and bolts now, but it's going to be a six-week-ish mind and body accelerator. So pop on over and check that out like I said, as well as the podcast. And if you want a quick taste of this, if you want to use and move your body to shift into a better mental and emotional state, if you go to, to mindsettomovement.com forward slash movement, there you will find just a freebie five to 10 minute jam. I'm actually working on this tomorrow. So it'll be posted by the time you listen, five to 10 minutes, just moving your body to get out of your head and in the moment. So I would check that out and the podcast and we'll go from there. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll make sure all of those um, links are in the show notes so you can very easily connect with her, connect with her on Instagram as well. And Tiffany, do you have anything else you want to add before we wrap this up? Oh, goodness. I would just say when you're feeling a little bit in your head, just move your body a little bit, turn on some music, go for a power walk, move in a way that is immersive because it's the most powerful thing that you can do to come back to your power, to your purpose and your magnetic energy. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I'm gonna go take that advice probably here in the next 10 minutes, quite honestly, and just get up and go mm -hmm. do that. And I, I appreciate everything that you've shared here with us today. And thank you so much for being here with me. And if you guys wanna get in touch with her, please, please, please do go check out the links in the show notes right now. All right, we'll talk to you soon. Take care. Thank you so much. All right. Yep. Have a good one. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. This podcast was designed to help you. If you have a specific topic or struggle you would like Michelle to cover, please feel free to send them her way. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with others, post about it, and tag Michelle on social media or leave a rating and review. For even more strategy tips and tricks, subscribe to her bi-monthly newsletter as she sends out exclusive bonus episodes to her email list only. Thanks again and see you next time on the Strategy in Small Doses podcast.